0: Bonus episodes release the first of every month featuring exclusive one-on-one interviews with those who keep our dance community alive. If you're ready to spend a little time getting a little better each day, let's dance in. Thursday, August 6th happy Thursday, dancers and dance lovers. We're going to have a thoughtful Thursday today on the episode. Um, The article I'm reading to you is from Caitlin Heflin and it's found on danceplug.com. It's more of a serious tone, but what I love from this article is the takeaway of the idea of value and perspective of how much arts plays into our society, how much we rely on it, how much we need it to help us change our mood. So um, I'll just be reading an excerpt from the the article, but I do encourage you to head to danceplug.com and read Caitlin's full article. I'll have the show notes um, within the episode, but without further ado, let me get right into that article for you today. If quarantine in the United States taught us one lesson, it would be this Americans love the arts. What would the months of self-isolation and social distancing have looked like without television shows, movies, music, books, live stream, and pre-recorded performances? These things are all a product of the arts industry and certainly worth every penny. So why are artists offered insultingly low paying contracts or worse? The dreaded payment and exposure. Simply put, because American culture has reinforced the idea that arts are superfluous, extra, and easy to dismiss. This has given rise to, in quotes, starving artists, cliche mentioned earlier, which in turn creates a tendency to exploit the passion the artists have for their career. The common attitude is that because the artist works for the love of craft, they can be paid a pittance, and still do their work out of sheer ardor. This is embedded in general American attitudes towards the arts. Arts are not typically well-funded in schools. A career in any form is often initially laughed off or even condemned by friends and family, and even artists underpay other artists. If the schools in the United States do not educate children on the many values of the arts, the result is a population of adults who do not understand the inherent necessity for art in a culture and will therefore be unwilling to give it respect, let alone its full monetary due. That is playing out across the nation right now. The coronavirus pandemic has offered a unique opportunity for many to step outside their daily lives and examine the constant grind which was deemed as normal to operate on. This is not to trivialize the gut-wrenching hardship that these last months have wrought on the American people, but simply offer a slightly different perspective for the creatives in this country. Perhaps now is the time to realize that the way things were operating is not the way things have to be. To be sure, there are major cultural and ideological shifts that have to happen in the United States in order for artists to produce more economic security and financial support. But there are steps that can be taken by individuals. First off... As painful as it can be to turn down work, an offer to pay and exposure should be treated as the joke that it is, and young, vulnerable artists need to learn that immediately, not five years down the road of their career. Secondly, arts need to be a valued part of the political discussion, not a sideshow. As an industry that contributes more economically than the agricultural sector, There is a political power that should be available to wield, and artists should vote and act accordingly. Thirdly, every artist should push their friend and family network to explore and invest in their local arts economy. It is a wonderful experience to see the big-name dance companies perform at the large opera houses, but if that is the only dance that Americans are paying to watch, incredible local talent will wither away, unnoticed and underfunded. Finally, artists who are hiring other artists have a deep responsibility to uplift their industry. If they do not financially value the creatives they employ, how can the rest of the country be expected to follow suit? Many crumbling structures in American society were revealed in the last few troubling months, and the precariousness of an artistic career in today's economy was no exception. Artists in the United States have a long road ahead of them, battling deep-seated ideological and political philosophies in a quest for social support and recognition of economic viability." The important thing to remember is that things do not always have to be the way they are simply because that is how they have been. The reality is that arts were not always undervalued in this country. A steady erosion has led to the starving artist culture, but it can be saved, steadied, and reborn. Artists will, as they often do, lead the way. This was just an excerpt. The full article can be found on danceplug.com from Caitlin. She dives into some history as well as recent events as to how funding for arts has been happening within the United States. I really recommend you check out the full article and you can find that within our show notes. Again, thank you so much to Miss Caitlin Heflin, the writer of that opinion blog found on danceplug.com. I really appreciate the permission to read this and share with our network and our audience. I hope this gives you something to chew on for your Thursday, and I look forward to seeing you all tomorrow. Thanks for listening today, and tune in tomorrow for more short and sweet tips. Happy dancing.